0: Today, we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 1, Episode 12, titled The Storm. Finally! I have been waiting so impatiently for weeks to finally be able to talk about this episode. To say that it's great, to say that it's amazing, to say that it's incredible, even. Would be the biggest understatement of all time. This episode, I love it so much. It is nothing short of a masterpiece. It's easily one of the best episodes of this show's entire run. It is, without a doubt in my mind, the best episode of this season. No question. And it's quite possibly one of the greatest half hours of television ever crafted. Quite honestly, it's absolutely magnificent. Honestly, if I were to rate, or if I were to rank, rather, all the episodes of this show, this would probably be number two. Uh, right below Sozan's Comet, which was the four-part finale, I think that's what, that was Avatar at its best, but this is a very, very, very close second. Like, everything about this episode is brilliant. Literally every single frame, every single line of dialogue, everything is so deliberate, so bold, so meticulously crafted it's the biggest push of characters so far, it's really, if anyone by this point was doubting the brilliance of Avatar, if anyone at this point was doubting the brilliance of this show from a narrative perspective, from a character perspective, from literally any perspective, this was the episode that kinda sold you. This is the episode that a lot of people cite as being the reason they love Avatar as much as they do. The reason they started to look at Avatar in a different way other than a fun, dumb cartoon. Like, the way they tell, essentially, the origin stories of both Aang and Zuko, and the way they splice those together, that element of it alone is perfect. Not only is each individual story that is told for both characters absolutely brilliant, Not only is each individual story so incredibly compelling, but they relate to one another in such a perfect way that really underlines how fundamentally similar Aang and Zuko are in their core desires, in their goals, and what they want to do for themselves. So, let's just very quickly talk about these individually. Aang is told he's the Avatar a hundred years ago. Immediately, immediately, it... Changes everything for him. Because he's the Avatar. Because he's destined to become this powerful bender. The luxuries that he once experienced are now gone. He can't, like, play in the courtyard of the air temple with the other child airbenders. Because it would be unfair, quote-unquote, to play a game... With Aang on either team. So he's almost shunned... From his former life. From his former carefree, fun-loving life. And the scene in which he is told is the he is the Avatar... Is really expertly done. Like, they just lay these toys out in front of him, and they're like... Hey, these are the toys from when I was little. I chose them because they were fun. But the monks are telling him, like, No, you chose them because they were familiar. By the way, uh, we think there's a war coming, and we kind of need you to be the Avatar, so... Go forth! And be the Avatar! Immediately change all your fun-loving, carefree desires... All that's gone, your childhood is dead. Be this war hero now. Meanwhile, you have Monchiatso who still wants Aang to be this fun-loving carefree kid, who wants Aang to have as much of a normal life as is possible for someone of his standing. And I love that freaking pie show scene when Monk Gyatso just flat-out cheats. <laughs> it's a really amazing, not quite father-son, but... close enough to a father-son scene. And then another monk comes in and is like, Hey! You should be for the training! And then this little confrontation results in The head monk or whatever, saying, Gyatso and Aang must be separated, Aang will be transferred to the Eastern Air Temple, and this in turn pisses off Aang, for very understandable reasons, and then he runs away, this is what ended up causing him to get trapped in a storm and get trapped in an iceberg for a hundred years. Like it's so poetic. You finally understand the reason, the depth behind the line in episode two of "Why didn't you tell us you were the Avatar?" Because I never wanted it to be. Uh, because I never wanted to be. Like it's such a phenomenal little prequel story, and then you have Zuko who has the whole story of how he got his scar and how he got banished. Good God! <laughs> that one is especially heavy. I just one going to go into the meeting, his own hubris forcing him to speak out of turn... In the war room. Then he has to fight his own father. He doesn't want to. And Fire Lord's like, you won't fight me? Okay, I'll leave a scar across your eye. Why not? And then because of that, because he was a wuss about it, Fire Lord's like, eh, go away. You're banished until you find the Avatar. And that is why Zuko is so obsessed with finding the Avatar, because it's the only way he is able to find his way home. It is the only way for him to return to at least something resembling a normal life. By the way, this is the first instance of Mark Hamill voicing Fire Lord Ozai. I love him in that role. He's so great. But. Ignoring that. Ignoring that's the superfluous thing. <laughs> it's so great. These stories... Pair so nicely, in that you immediately understand these are both people who had some traumatic event happen to them. In the case of Aang, it was finding out he was the Avatar. In the case of Zuko, it was him being banished. And now they both have these former lives that they enjoyed stripped away from them, and they desperately want something resembling that former normal life to return, they don't want this tangent that has happened to them to be the case, they don't want this, like, they don't expect, they never expected this from their lives, they never wanted this from their lives, but now they're kind of just in it, and they're kind of just going along, hoping that something returns to, Hoping that something returns to some form of normalcy, I can definitely talk. Like they are two sides of the same coin. And this episode really does flesh those two out in such magnificent ways. And I also love the very apparent reflection in the lines from Katara and Iroh. Katara saying to Aang, the world needs you, you give people hope. Iroh saying to Zuko's crew, the Avatar gives Zuko hope. Brilliant. Brilliant. Those two lines, just on their own. Frickin' brilliant. And, I love Aang's arc in general in this episode of just kinda moving on. Aang is on a personal journey this episode of acceptance, of learning not to dwell on the past, of learning to move on and take things as they are, uh, while Zuko's still kind of an angry bastard. Which also plays into those characters perfectly. Like, you have that brilliant dream sequence at the beginning of... Just a proof that Aang has this massive amount of guilt. You have the fisherman who hires Sokka, more on that later. Just yelling at him saying, you turned your back on the world. And then at the end, he kind of comes to terms with that guilt and is like, yeah, I, I can't wonder what would have happened if I had stayed. I can't wonder what would have happened if I hadn't run away. I'm here now. I need to work with what I got. Even the fisherman comes up to him and says, uh, well i uh, I guess I guess if you weren't here now, I wouldn't be either. So uh thanks. like it's so beautiful and poetic and oh my God, that entire sequence when they're actually in the storm. ...is brilliant. On Aang's end... ...you have him and Katara... ...desperately searching for Sokka and the fisherman. They find him. And... ...one of the funniest lines in this entire series... ...one of the funniest exchanges of dialogue... ...in the entire series... ...when they flash the boat... ...and Sokka and the fishermen are yelling... ...I'm too young to die... I'm not, but I still don't wanna! <laughs> right in the middle of this very dark, very personal, very tragic episode, you have one of the funniest exchanges of dialogue in the entire series. I expect nothing less from Avatar at this point. But they save sock and the Fisherman. Then they almost drown. And you have this brilliant little visual callback to when Ang was trapped in a storm a hundred years ago, trapped in a trapped in a similar storm a hundred years ago and drowned in a similar way, almost drowned in a similar way. and he formed an iceberg around himself and he was trapped for a hundred years. And just in general, the fact that there's a storm now, as he's recounting his story of how he got trapped in a storm, like, it that's also, in and of itself, a really phenomenal, full-circle, little symbolism thing. It's so good. It's so freaking good. But you have that on Aang's side, and on Zuko's side of things, you had his little spat, With the crew earlier about like... Oh, the safety of the crew doesn't matter! But then... They're in the storm. And there was that lightning strike. The helmsman is... Hanging from... The wreckage. And it's like... Ah, no! I'm gonna die! Zuko and the crew member, he was at odds with earlier, work together to save that helmsman. And I love how at one point, Zuko sees the Avatar flying by and makes this conscious decision of, yeah, he can wait. We need to get out of the storm. We need to save the crew. We need to make sure we're all safe. We need to get out of here. It's a brilliant, brilliant moment on Zuko's part. And then, there's that one moment where Aang and Zuko just lock eyes after everyone's safe. And... It's fantastic. It's so good. Like, they just lock eyes with one another, and then they just... Go about their separate ways. Almost this mutual understanding of... Eh. We can deal with this later. This is not the time. God, this episode. It's so good. It's so amazing. It's so incredible. Like, everything about it. It is so beautiful. And poetic. And dark. And... Somehow also really fun. And it's it's perfect. It's everything I love about Avatar wrapped into one tiny episode. So good, so freaking good. I love the storm. I love the storm so much. Like it's definitely among my top ten, hell, top five favorite episodes of this entire show's run. Man. God, How, how weird is it also that this show had one of its worst episodes and one of its best episodes back to back? How bizarre is that? How absolutely insane and weird is that? Like, how did that happen? How did we get to that point? That's just odd. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever Podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well, it's as simple as just a push of a button. On the Anchor app, I will play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468, and support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark pledge just a dollar a month, I appreciate everything I get through there, or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor, I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 1, Episode 13. Talk to you then.